The Tom Woods Show, episode 1777. Prepare to set fire to the index card of allowable opinion. Your daily dose of liberty education starts here. The Tom Woods Show. Folks, if traditional school in the age of COVID in your area is turning out to be a little too dystopian for you, remember it's never too late to join the self-taught Ron Paul curriculum. It's an education you and I would have given our right arms for taught by top-notch people. Plus, join through my link and get $160 worth of free bonuses as a special gift. And that link is ronpaulhomeschool.com. Hi, everybody. Tom Woods here. How about some good news for a change? Well, today's episode is just what you're looking for. Whether you realize it or not, you need an episode with some good news. And David Gay is my guest today. He's been an admin for Liberty Memes over on Facebook for a long time. And he has something to tell you that almost none of you are going to know about, but everybody is going to be impressed by. And I don't even want to steal his thunder, but let's just say this is a really great example of how just a small number of people putting their minds to it can solve a lot of problems for a lot of people who need help. That's as much as I'll say to kick things off. David, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me on, Dr. Woods. It's been a while, and I think last time I was on the show, I wasn't called David. No, we called you Admin 2, which is one of the more peculiar things we've done over the history of this show. I mean, when you've done almost 2,000 episodes, chances are you've done almost everything. And (laughs) calling somebody Admin 2 was one of these sort of oddball things we did. But uh, explain to people why we did that. Well, I felt at the time that it had to be done because at the time, my brother and I were very influential in, uh, let's say, diminishing the stature of Hillary Clinton's public image. And... We were a bit concerned about revealing our real names on the page. But now everybody knows who we are, so we just kind of we kind of ditched that. So in the time since we talked last night, I didn't go back and check how long it's been. Your focus has shifted a bit. So let's talk about, first of all, how in a way Facebook kind of forced you to shift your focus because of what they kept doing to you. Well, it's actually pretty funny because uh, I think it's been actually since 2016 since the two of I discussed. Oh, that's a long time. Okay. Yeah, since we discussed Liberty Memes and what Facebook was doing to us. At the time, we were among the first to ever be threatened with having our pages just taken down for, for what we considered to be totally innocent, you know, family fair. And so... Zoom forward to 2018, and there was the great zucketing where, you know, there were about 700 pages taken down. And I think you even did a show about it. Now, that, I think, was by design because two weeks before our page was permanently deleted and we weren't given cause or reason, you had already done a show and the press had already talked about how Facebook had done this. So when we went to make news the way we did in 2016, where we made Breitbart and Blaze and we were like the fifth story on Drudge Report... When that came up in 2018, they deleted us two weeks after the main zucketing. So we just missed the news cycle and really couldn't even call out for help from anybody. Yeah, that that was an ordeal. And now, of course, it's completely off the charts crazy about people getting banned and pages getting shut down and with no appeal, no explanation, just none of the, just the common courtesy that one human being would show to another. Absolutely all of that is out the window. You labor for years and years building up an audience and then the rug is taken out from under you. It's happening to more and more people. Mm -hmm. So we'll get back to, uh, yeah, go ahead. Oh, sorry. I don't mean to interrupt. 
So we actually had an audience that I would say within the next year would have gone over 1 million people. We were reaching over 50 million people a month with our message. And uh, at the same time, back all the way back to the beginning of 2018, several months before that happened, we had already refocused to voluntarism in a way because I created a group called the Liberty Memes Community Group. And what I wanted that for Really, I just wanted to know where everybody was and have a way to be in touch with our fans outside of the algorithms of, of the way they, they handle pages with not letting them get in news feeds. Because my brother and I had been giving presentations at colleges and at different conventions with Young Americans for Liberty, with Students for Liberty. Uh, the Texas State Libertarian Party actually had us speak at their convention in 2016. And we wanted to continue being able to do that. So we wanted a place where we could be in touch with our audience. Somebody came along and said, well, you guys have good contact with a very active fan base. And maybe you could help this little girl who needs a kidney operation. That that was the thing that did it, that particular incident? Well, we always had been active in Ron Paul campaigns and in voluntaristic things and wanting to do more with, with our audience where we felt, you know, we've got an audience that's up to this point is very active and very available to us. We'd like to do more than just post silly cartoons on the internet. And so we wanted to be more responsible with the audience size that we had. And we figured that being involved in voluntaristic campaigns was a great way to do that. And I'll get into more about how awesome that is. But our inspiration was an organization called Voluntarism in America, which was, I think, started by a couple of the admins of the page being libertarian. And the two of our pages basically grew up together. So I was definitely on board. I knew who they were. And when I found out, hey, you know, I could use my influence to actually help real people in the real world, and maybe even people who have no idea what libertarianism is. And we could flood their campaigns with all sorts of comments that say libertarians care about you and voluntarism is the way and liberty memes is here for you. And that's actually what has happened. And we, I'm pretty sure we're well over the million dollar mark in terms of campaigns that we have helped directly. And in campaigns that I can prove, just within the last year, it's been over 300,000. Yeah, these are, this is really quite amazing. Now, before we get into some specific examples of people who have been helped, because you were telling me some interesting stories in person uh, last week, how are you handling the, what, what I am observing, which is that a lot of people who agree with, with you and me seem to be ditching Facebook, and that has been the primary platform you guys have used. Are you going to be not necessarily abandoning Facebook, but supplementing it with presence on other platforms? Yeah, well, fortunately, for example, we already have our Patreon account and we're, we're not out here saying the N-word or saying anything really awful that would get us deplatformed from there. And uh, that does still give us a direct line of communication to our base. The people who want to help the most are obviously have a little skin in the game. So we do have that available to us if Facebook ever tries to really throttle us completely. But in terms of the charitable groups that we've got going right now, the algorithms haven't been too painful to us in there. So we're still on Facebook for the time being. Well, it's not so much that you're worried you're going to be shut down. Are you worried that your audience is fleeing the platform? That's my point. I'm not really worried about that simply because right now the audience that I'm trying to target isn't necessarily just a libertarian audience. So I'm not trying to bring this message 
to just libertarians. Say, for example, I've got this vessel that you can help people with if you believe in helping people. And you could be a communist who doesn't believe the government is big enough. And I'll say, well, if you don't believe the government's big enough and they're not handling this pet issue that you have, well, I've got somebody in need who really fits that pet issue of yours to a T and you can come over and you can help. And once they do that, they'll be like, wait a second. This is a group full of libertarians who are giving to people. I've never seen that before. And maybe they'll come around to our point of view. Yeah, I mean, that's that's not impossible, let's say. And, and you've had very, very impressive success. And sometimes you've been getting anonymous, large donations from people who just find out about one or more of your campaigns. Uh, give me a couple of examples. Let's let people get a real sense of what kinds of costs are being helped. Yeah, so I would call those people our angels. So, so what I'm going to be discussing right now is actually a group called Liberty Memes $5 Charity Club. Yeah, this and is the key thing, everybody. This is the thing you want to be part of. That's the one I want to talk about right now. Uh, Liberty Memes $5 Charity Club was started in mid-October of last year. So it's only just a little over a year old right now, probably a year and a month next week. And I started this group because for some freaking reason, meme fans don't like to help other people. And so I'm saying that like the vast majority of people that we had involved in our groups were, were basically had this way of seeing things as, well, I only came to this group because it's called memes and that's what I'm here for. So don't tell me other ways that I can spread liberty because that's not what I'm here for. So I was like, you know, we're doing a really, really great job at helping other people despite the majority of the audience not liking it. So I said, you know what? We're going to take that amount of the audience that actually does want to help people. And we're going to create basically a donors club or a side group where we can make a clearinghouse of all these causes that come to us. Because what happens is these causes come to us constantly. Anybody finds out that you're good at fundraising and they're going to say, well, I've got a need. So we got to deal with that. But I needed a clearinghouse where I wasn't offending that part of my audience that didn't want to be involved in that and just saw it as spam. So we created the Liberty Memes $5 Charity Club and we started cause number one for car repairs, cause number two for funeral expenses. And you just go down the list and we've helped almost any area where the left would say, if the government didn't exist or if welfare didn't exist, libertarians who claim they're very charitable but have never done anything for anybody would never fund X. So I can go to my list of causes that we've helped and I can say, oh, well, you're saying we won't care for cancer patients here. Um, just two weeks ago, cause number 61, we raised $53,000 for a family where the primary breadwinner has cancer. And this is all verifiable and it's all through libertarians and all the comments on GoFundMe say libertarians care. Well, let me jump in here because the thing that impressed me, one of the things that impressed me, was the number of people we're talking about who are actively involved in a group. I mean, you know, you can have a group and many people in it, but the, there's always that core of people. Maybe it's the 80-20 rule mm -hmm. at work. But the number of people is pretty small. Okay, because yes. Obviously, most libertarians have never heard of your group, so it's a small group of people who are having amazing results. That, to me, is very significant. Okay, yes. And this is actually where I get very excited to explain this to people. And I was telling you, and you told me, shut up. I want you to say this on the show because you've just got so much awesome stuff to say. I'd rather you say it there. So we started this group to be just casual involvement where anybody could participate and it wouldn't hurt them in any way at all to be in the group. 
because we'll post two, three, four, five causes a month. And your pledge as a member of the group is, I'm going to give at least five bucks to one of those in the entire month. And that's nothing. And even with that, we were able to raise, with a group of only 2,000 people, we were able to raise $300,000. So let's go back and take a look at who was actually involved. And it was only like 150 to 200 members of the group were actually giving to anything. The rest of the group is just dormant and lurkers. And we're still hitting goal on every single fund. And we're still raising $300,000 divided among, what, like 200 people. Which is amazing to show that when you have people who are dedicated, even this tiny little group of people, a tiny group of core supporters, what you can accomplish. We learned this with the Ron Paul Money Bombs back in 2007. And that was actually my inspiration. Uh, that was actually what told me, you can get involved in these voluntaristic fundraisers and help other people through your page because you lived this before. I was at some of the planning meetings for Tea Party 07. I know what this is about and how to get it done. So when people are like, well, I don't want to be involved with you because you just run a memes page. I'm like, well, I actually have a pedigree. I know what I'm doing when it comes to doing this stuff. So 200 people raising $300,000 in a year on a casual $5 pledge. $5 per month pledge is absolutely astonishing. Now, I take that and I say, let's turn that over to all the people who are active in the Libertarian Party, all the Ron Paul Libertarians who are active in the GOP, all the people who are running for office, all the people who are campaigning for other people who are running for office, all the keyboard warriors who are out there trying to promote liberty candidates and liberty ideals. If every single one of them took that casual pledge to possibly be involved at $5 per month, we would have already changed the world to a point where the electorate would see our solutions long before even considering the promises of a politician. How do you find the different causes? Do people come to you? Yes, they come to me. Um, for the most part, they come to me, people who are in desperate need. So for example, this cancer patient for whom we raised $53,000, this was actually a family that was well-known and well-respected in uh, Ron Paul campaign circles starting way back in 2007 and really nice family, goes to church, get nice, beautiful kids and everything. And one of our mutual friends messaged me and says, David, we've we really got to take care of Chris and Becky because Chris is out of work because of a back injury. So can we provide some meals or help them keep the lights on? And I said, sure, we'll do that. How much do they need? And she said, well, two, $3,000. And I said, yeah, yeah, that's not a problem. We'll run that in the, in the group. And she came back the next day and she said, he went in for an MRI and it's a cancerous tumor wrapped around his spine. And I said, well, Becky, I, I, no, her name was Felice. I said, well, Felice, we are going to set up a cause. And, and at the time, we're only raising about, if you look around that, we're only raising about $600, $700, $800, $1,000, for our causes just like small ones to help people with COVID layoff related bills and things like that. And I said, I said, Felice, we are going to make a fundraiser for them for $50,000. I have no clue how we're going to raise it, but we're going to do it because I know what kind of audience we have. And I know how awesome that family is and how much people are going to love them and understand that they need this. And sure enough, day one, 10,000, day two, 20,000, day three, 30,000, day seven, $50,000. I mean, that's astonishing. It is. And I was on Facebook 
looking at other charitable organizations and something hit my news feed and it was some international aid organization. It said, congratulations, everybody, 30 grand in 30 days. And I said, I just beat that in like three. Yeah, that's amazing. Now that must've surprised even you, I would assume. Um, it did, except again, a student of the Ron Paul money bombs, I know what we're capable of. So I'm more disappointed in everybody when we don't do stuff like that because I know what we're capable of even at a, a casual participation level. All right, give me another, give me, because you have a, I have a list here of like a gazillion different things that you guys have funded. It's unbelievable. Okay, sure. So let's go, so let's go with cause number 66 that happened a week and a half after that one. Um, actually, I'll circle back to the, that first one because there's another detail about that that I really got to tell you. But cause number 66, I traveled and, and I'm ridiculous. I'm a road warrior. I actually, I actually care about this stuff a lot more than just typing on the internet. So I was invited to go and be the MC for a rally for, of the Libertarian Party in Houston last month. And I said, all right, I'll do it. And I'm going to drive there. And by driving there, I was able to meet with all sorts of other people who were in need. And I just have an eye for people who are stranded by the side of the road or homeless people who are actually homeless and we could actually give them help. So I like to drive around the country because when I go to these events that I'm invited at, I can help other people along the way and I can spread the message and I can direct them back to the Liberty Memes $5 charity club. So for example, there was a girl, a woman who was stranded in the middle of Backwoods, Tennessee, in a town called Bucksnort, which she's never heard of before. It's somewhere between Nashville and, and Memphis. And I said, here's two $50 gift cards to help you with what you need today. But you really need to look up Liberty Means $5 Charity Club. I'm the admin. Send me a message. I will buy you a new car through my group. We will do that for you. So I'm always looking for those opportunities. Anyway, I was invited to speak as the MC for Spike Cohen at his rally in Houston. And because I do this travel the country thing, I got there within 20 minutes of my scheduled speaking time. And I reminded everybody in the crowd that Texas was the home state of Ron Paul. And people were really, really happy to hear somebody in the LP talk about Ron Paul, let me tell you. And so every single person who took the stage, most of them were candidates for lower level races they all had to give a hat tip to Ron Paul during their speech. It was the greatest thing. And uh, so up comes Spike Cohen, and he starts giving examples of how voluntarism uh, has solved many, many issues in our country and how liberty is a solution. And then the next day, he posted on Facebook that people should join the Liberty Memes $5 charity club if they really want to make a difference in the world outside of elections. On his post on Facebook was a family who had been desperately trying to find aid because they have an autistic daughter who elopes. She escapes the house and escapes the backyard and she ends up around town in, she's only like, I think eight or nine years old. And she's, she's a beautiful kid and anything horrible could happen to her. So I saw that because Spike Cohen posted about it on his Facebook page and someone commented that they had this need. And I said, we've got you. So 10 days later, we raised $9,000 for her family so that they could update their security equipment in the house. Again, that's just amazing. I, I like your, your thing about, hey, in my group, we can get you a new car. 
Yeah. And you uh, just know that you can deliver on a claim like that. I, I know we can do it. We actually did a thing where, and this was through my own money, because I also have a Patreon. So there's patreon.com slash liberty memes. And that, and that basically allows me to live this lifestyle where I can travel the country preaching voluntarism and liberty. And I can afford some of the projects that help us lead by example. So driving the country and giving out gift cards isn't something that we're raising money for in our groups. That's something that I'm taking from my own Patreon. We even gave away a car, which we still haven't released the video, but we just bought a car for someone we thought would be a good example of someone who needs a car that we can help. Uh, So we did that. But I know whenever someone comes to me with a need, I can find a way to get it for them. And, And there's other tricks that I use. So for example, if someone comes to me with a need that either I'm leery of, kind of, you know, kind of looks suspect, or it could be a need that's actually very real, but the price tag is too high for our group to see it as feasible, or we're at a time where there's a lull in participation. I'll tell them, okay, I can still get you what you need, but it won't be because I'm featuring it. Now take down notes because I'm going to give you advice on exactly how I do this. And my advice is golden. I'll give my advice to somebody and say, this is how you get your family and friends involved in your cause. Because like I've seen with my group, it only takes about 150 to 200 active participants to get something done. So there was one guy who said, we need to raise thirty to $50,000 for a girl who is in a coma because she had the flu and she's my next door neighbor. And I said, I can't raise that amount of money right now because our group just isn't active enough at the time. And that was cause number, let me go back really fast. That was cause number 19. A friend of ours named Brandon Weber, who was a supporter of Liberty Memes at the time, came to me and and wanted to do this. And I said, well, I will give you advice on how to run it exactly as I would and how to get attention for it and how to get press for it. And wouldn't you know, that cause got featured by CNN and raised the 50000 it needed. That's, that's an extraordinary thing. Absolutely extraordinary thing. Now, before you say extraordinary, remember, CNN obviously would pick up a story because there's propaganda value. So they wanted to say, oh, you guys, all oh, you need to get your flu shots because look at this little girl. But the fact remains that she got what she needed. Yeah, that's, that is what matters. She got what she needed. And not only that, she was blind by this flu for over a month. And the therapy that that fundraiser was able to pay for um, about 15 days after she got out of the hospital, her mother noticed that she was walking down the hall without touching the walls anymore. She could see. Yeah, that's amazing. So what I'm going to do, because unfortunately a Facebook link is a little tricky. To, you can give it out if you want, mm-hmm. but I'll, I'll link to the, the group and also to the Patreon Sure, at tomwoods.com slash 1777. Now, as show notes page numbers go, that's not too hard to, to remember. Uh, tomwoods.com slash 1777. That You go right there and what we've been talking about will be there. And I'd like to link actually to what you sent me, the because I assume obviously that that post is you know publicly posted for the whole world to read. Uh, is, is that so listing all the different causes? I will send you the link to see all the different causes that's actually on our main page. And on our main page is a link to Liberty Memes $5 Charity Club, this most recent post that we made. So I'll send you the link to that post. I did want to tell you, you know, there's a lot more involved when we do help someone. So you touched on the issue of angel donors who will just show up and throw $10,000 on a cause if it's not doing well. 
And we get that a lot where everybody's giving their $5 and people are giving 20, maybe even 100, maybe even 300, which is a lot of money for most people. And then suddenly somebody will say, this isn't moving as fast as I want it to be. Here's 10 grand. Now, I personally know who these people are, but they're very good at hiding in plain sight in some of my groups and just pretending to be the regular uh, among us poors, you know? And they'll do that. And then once a fund hits its goal, they'll send me a message and say, you know what? I want to go the extra mile, which I already thought we were doing by raising $50,000 for them. you know. And he says, I want to go the extra mile. I need their address because I'm going to send them a gift. And knowing him the way I know him, he's probably going to be the maximum allowable tax-free gift for every single member of the family. It's probably going to make the, the fundraiser itself look like a midget compared to what he gives them and just something out of his pocket change. And then he says, I also want you to know that those kids have someone they can come to for the rest of their lives. I mean, you're talking about a family that was on the brink of total destitution just a month ago. And now you've got some angel investor millionaire saying, "Um, I just kind of want to adopt those kids just in case anything happens and just always be there for them. This stuff really does change the world. And we're talking about only 200 people being involved in it. If we this is my message and the reason I drove to Texas to be at Ron Paul's party to talk to you in person about like I traveled the whole freaking country just to give you this message. If every single libertarian activist was involved in this or in something identical to this, we would already have won. Well, it's amazing work. Um, I'm going to leave it there because I want people to see for themselves of what you've been doing. And they should join and take part in this because what a great example it is for, for us, for other libertarians, for the world. It's tremendous. So the link, once again, is tomwoods.com slash 1777. That's where you'll find the group itself and the Patreon to help support them. So all I can say is continued success with this because, uh, you know, especially in 2020, it's a cliche these days about what a terrible year it is and how depressing everything is. But this is the opposite of that. <laughs> yeah. And for that alone, we owe you some gratitude. It, it doesn't have to be so horrible. You know, even in the case of, well, the left says we wouldn't fund X. We wouldn't take care of these COVID layoffs if we had, you know, we wouldn't be able to take care of these COVID layoffs without a stimulus check. And I say, well, I can go to cause number XXXX. There's like 20 of them where I could say, we took care of people in our community that were laid off because of COVID and we paid their rent or we paid their mortgage or we paid their bills and we sent them groceries. We've got all these different examples. So even in this year with as bleak as it has been, we have still been able to rally around people and do this. So anybody who's like, what do I do now that the Libertarian Party lost the election or that Donald Trump lost the election or whatever cause you believe in isn't getting anywhere? Here's what you do help people in the real world. Attach your message to helping people in the real world. Actually touch their lives where a politician who has promised for decades has never touched them. And you will make a difference. And people will see why, you know, why liberty is the superior way. Well, excellent. So once again, tomwoods.com slash 1777. Go there. This is an order from Woods himself. Uh, this effort, of course, has the, uh, the Woods seal of approval, 100%. So uh, I hope you can get the old, the notorious Tom Woods show bump in what you're doing. And thanks again. I appreciate it, Dr. Woods. You have a great day. All right, folks. Now, even though we just had a happy episode, let's remember that 
when you hold opinions like ours, it's difficult sometimes, and it can even be stressful. Well, how about this? There is now a website created by a Tom Wood Show listener dedicated to dealing with this. We often in this fight wind up dealing with a lot of stress, and we don't talk about it a lot. And on this website, stressingliberty.com, they talk about everyday situations that can stress us consciously and subconsciously and what to do about it. And they're doing it through short posts, three to five minutes, that address the overlooked emotional content on a wide variety of topics. So investing, leisure, family relationships, politics, work life, and more. They're also inviting people to share their own stories. Stressingliberty.com, it's an outlet for people who struggle with the frustrations of being a libertarian in today's world. And that's pretty much all of us. So go check that out, stressingliberty.com. I'll link to it at tomwoods.com slash 1777. And remember, you can get publicity like this for a website you're thinking of creating. Just make sure you get your web hosting through my link. You'll get an excellent price and you'll get publicity and other very valuable benefits for somebody just starting a website. Get all the details on that over at tomwoods.com slash publicity. Tomorrow, the great and heroic COVID reporter Jennifer Cabrera returns to the show. See you then. Become a smarter libertarian in just 30 minutes a day. Visit tomwoods.com to subscribe to the show for free, and we'll see you next time. Like the sound of The Tom Woods Show? My audio production is provided by Podsworth Media. Check them out at podsworth.com.